want to be better in bed, then you need to check out Promesset, my sponsor. They're best known for their delay spray, the only clinically proven delay spray that's going to make you last longer in bed. That's right. And that's going to make you better in bed because you want to know what, guys? Every girl wants you to come at the same time. There's nothing fucking hotter, but there really is an orgasm gap. And you could fix that orgasm gap with Promescence Delay Spray. It's not going to transfer to your partner. It's not going to totally numb you out. And it's not just for guys with PE. It's for you. It's for any guy. And you know what they got for girls? They got a warming gel. It's my personal fave. I use it alone as well as with my partner, okay? Your girl's going to love it. It's going to make her super hot down there and hot and like the hottest way possible. <laughs> they also sell lube and condoms. They have unisex uh, supplements for both men and women. I use them too. I actually had to lower the dose because they were making me so fucking jacked. They give you energy as well as make you hornier. Not only do I recommend Promescent, 2,000 medical professionals recommend Promescent, right? You want 15% off your first order? Go to delayspray.com and use my discount code strictlyanon15. That's delayspray.com. Use my code strictlyanon15 for 15% off your first order. They back up their products with a 60-day money-back guarantee, and your package is going to arrive discreetly, so no one's going to know what the fuck you bought, okay? Go to delayspray.com. Use my discount code strictlyanon15 for 15% off your first order. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you are listening to this podcast on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to my channel as well as like and share my videos. Even if you're not on YouTube, go to YouTube and subscribe to my channel. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. It's a fucking great platform for a podcast. You wouldn't think, right? Because it really isn't a video. Um, but what I love about it is, is there's a really big community there of people who talk about the episodes. I like to comment back to every single person who makes a comment, but I, I'm not so great at it right now because I just have so many followers now and there's just like, I get hundreds of um, comments a day. I can't respond to everyone, but I respond to, I would say 90% of them, okay? So, but other people respond and people read them and it's just a really great interactive place for my podcast. I love it. Go to YouTube, sign up for my YouTube channel, subscribe to it, like and share my videos. If you're on Instagram or Twitter, Go there right now and follow me. Follow me at Strict Anonymous on both Instagram and Twitter. I never promoted my shit. I've been doing my podcast for seven years. I should have at least 18,000 followers, if not 30,000, and I have like 800. Oh my God, I'm so bad. I just started promoting it. COVID really helped me get my shit together. Um, but I need followers now. So follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram and Twitter. What else do I have to promote? Oh, Patreon. I love Patreon. Patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. There's a lot of fun stuff going on there. I post anonymous pics of all my guests today. My guest today, Dr. Guy. Okay, you're going to see pictures, interesting pictures of him. I'll explain that in a minute. Um, but you see anonymous pics of a lot of my 
past guests, most of, a lot of the girls have sent me in pics, right? That's what people want to say. Um, with an anonymous pics or sexy pics. They're not pornographic, but they're sexy pics. So if you want to see, you know, all my uh, female guests, most of them, go to my Patreon and sign up for the $3 tier. You're also going to get these episodes on Friday instead of Sunday. You're going to get a Q&A that I do monthly and you're supporting my show, which I am super, super grateful for. I love all my patrons. And um, there's also a $7 tier for anybody that's into pantyhose. You got to fucking sign up for that because there's tons and tons of extra content there that you're never going to get anywhere else. And uh, you'll meet a lot of people that are like you. There's a big online community of guys like you if you're into pantyhose. Sign up for that. Go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I also do phone calls with people. I'm not taping people right now. I'm not interested in anyone coming up with taping on my show, except women. If you're a female and you want to come on my show, or you're a guy and you have like the craziest story that I've never heard uh, before and you want to come on, send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. And, you know, explain why you think I should have you on the phone, uh, on the call. If you want to talk to me on the down low without me taping it, without me posting it, I offer that as well. It's like $65 for 45 minutes. I set it up like a therapy session. You know, it's like one and done. It's not something that you'd want to do all the time. But if you just want to call up and talk to me and tell me your story while remaining anonymous without it being posted, you could do that. You could sign up through PayPal or you could also sign up on Patreon for that. Uh, It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast all the links to all this stuff will be in the description below today i have on a guy named dr guy now dr guy has been on the show before there will be links to all his other episodes in the comments below his other episodes are fucking great okay like entertaining he's an entertaining funny guy he's also a friend i also fucked him and dated him for a very short time one of his first episodes when he came on dr guy is a total womanizer we talked all about our relationship and then it's really what's interesting about his all of his episodes is you really see a progression uh to this guy because we've been i've been doing my show for seven years he's come on like you know like four years ago, maybe five years ago, six years ago. I don't know. Yeah, I met him right before my son. So he's been coming on my show, uh, you know, for the past six years. So there's a lot of changes that have happened to him. He is currently in a relationship with a girl that is as sexually uh, insatiable as he is. Is that the right word? I don't know if that's the right grammar. But she is into sex as much as he is. They are swingers. They are hot. They fuck around with a lot of people. They've been fucking all through COVID. They have done orgies and twosomes and foursomes. And uh, we talk all about it. We spend the first, I would say, maybe 10 or 12 minutes of the podcast talking about his progression, talking about how he went from being like this buttoned up preppy doctor guy to, you know, a guy that's full of tats and in the swingers lifestyle and traveling around the world, fucking millions of people and foursomes and stuff. And these kind of swingers, this is not the swingers that everyone's like, oh, they're like, I don't know, unattractive. I think people have like an idea in their head of swingers, um, but these people, okay, and the people that they talk about, these people are all 10 point 
a million. Okay, they're all hot as shit. You'll see, have you'll be see anonymous pegs. His girlfriend is coming on the show next week. Okay, she's taped, gonna be on the show next week. She has a new bikini line, so you'll be able to see all of her bikinis or hot bikinis. Um, but uh, that's next week. But today he talked. We do spend, like I said, at the beginning of the podcast talking about his transition from being that really super duper preppy guy to who he is now, which is himself, right? And I think that kind of stuff is really fascinating and you should listen to that. And then we get into all his hot stories. Like I said, they've been fucking through COVID. They're into incest fantasies. Uh, she loves to fuck brothers and fathers and sons. And they do, like I said, orgies with multiple women. Her favorite thing is more than one guy. So, you know, the foursome sometimes have been just him and two other guys or three other guys. She once went in Miami. I think she fucked five guys and two brothers. Like, you got to listen. He talks about all these stories. And then, like I said, he's going to touch upon some of those stories about her. And then she's going to give you the full details when I talk to her next week. But um, he's, you know, I'm just going to get right to the episode because he's super fascinating. You're going to really enjoy it. Uh, so I'm going to be right back on with Dr. Guy. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hey, Dr. Guy, welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Hi. How are you? Good, good. Good to be back. Yeah, good to be back because you've been like, it's COVID, right? And sort of, I would say, towards the end of it. But for the whole time, because I live in New York, I know you, you're a friend of mine, right? But you've been on the show too, you're a guest as well. You've been out and about partying it up, living a life with no masks, no cares in the world. You've been like, you know, the outlier as far as COVID times, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we still have to wear masks, you know. Oh, really? Well, I don't see those. Uber, yeah, of course, yeah. In most of the world, even when you travel, you know, they make you wear masks. You know, obviously, go on the plane, the airport, the Ubers. Okay, you know, well, let me cut you off because this is what I do when I know people. I cut them off even more. <laughs> no, but like I got to say, when you were in Tulum and when you were in Miami, there's not a fucking mask in sight. There's just techno music and a lot of people dancing and people yeah. having fun, right? Yeah, yeah. No, uh -huh. it's, it's, yeah. There's normal parties where people aren't wearing masks and they're interacting and they're not six feet apart. And uh, yeah, and everyone's just having fucking fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been going on for the last year. <laughs> yeah, and I've I'm excited to have you back on because a lot of people you're like their favorite guest. You're one of my favorite guests. I think you're fucking interesting and hilarious. You also lead a very interesting lifestyle when it comes to dating and sex, right? And you're yeah. like, and you know, sort of how you got there because I met you when you were one person, which was a facade, right? And then you morphed into yes. who you really are, which I think is typically like it happens backwards, right? You meet like, or no, maybe that is the way it always goes. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, you really came into your own and you're much more of who you are now, right? And your outside now matches your inside. Whereas when I met you before, your outside really did not match up with your inside. I personally preferred your outside better before because you look literally completely different, okay, than when I first met you in every way, shape, or form. And what I love about my show now and why I'm so excited to have you back on is because I do pics now. I do anonymous pics. I'm still not going to change your face, but you don't even need to see your face 
to see the transformation. It's all in the fucking clothes. It's in the face too, because there's like facial hair, yeah, long face, hair, the but beard, yeah, the yeah, yeah, hair, oh the my god. But trust yeah, me, tattoos. yeah, 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 the <laughs> yeah. tattoos. But they could get the tattoos and the anonymous pics. I'm gonna post. I have anonymous. I'm gonna have anonymous pics of Doctor Guy. You're gonna see an, an anonymous pic of Dr. Guy when I met him. Just body down, but you're going to see like how he dressed, how he presented himself, and then you're going to fucking see him now, okay? Now you look like a guru, a swami, a fucking... (laughs) I don't know, like, uh, I don't know what you look like. Like, you know, somebody that I would hike up to Machu Picchu and you would, you know, give me a yeah, tour. Much I, more hippie style. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when I first met you, you were kind of preppy. Right? I don't know. I liked you way better then. But now, as so many people like you, you're still getting laid like crazy. You're in a great relationship. That's another, like, interesting progression for you that I've seen as your friend, right? And people could hear that progression on my podcast too, right? Because you went through a lot of girls. You were fucking a lot of people. You were cheating. You were married two times. All your backstories and all the episodes, right? But eventually, because you became more of who you are, right? You wound up meeting a woman that is completely your match. And you don't cheat on her because you don't have to cheat on her because you guys fuck other people all the fucking time. She yeah. likes it. You like it. You're on the same page. And this is not a new thing. We know this is working because this is like now a couple of years, right? How long have you been dating her? She's, but you guys were on the show together. So I'm going to give links to all of your guys' episodes before. And we're going to have her on separately too because she's fucking fa- even more fascinating than you. And I want a whole episode with her. But how long have you guys been dating for? We've been together almost three years now. It'll be three years in two weeks. <clears throat> yeah, and so. that's great because, you know, I spoke with you guys, I think the last episode or maybe one of them I spoke with you guys, when you guys just started your relationship and who knows how, like when you talk to a couple early on and like, yeah, we're all fucking other people and it's great. You know, a lot of people might be like, oh yeah, but let's see how long that lasts, right? But, you know, this is three years down the line and you guys are still going strong. You're still doing everything the way you did it and you're still super happy. So it is successful at this point. Yeah, I mean, this is the most unique relationship I've ever been in. Uh, it is not codependent. It is not monogamous. Um, you know, it is truly uh, an open and truthful relationship. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're honest. You know, I mean, obviously there are emotions and you, there are things you navigate, you know, in, in any relationship. Um, but I've never been in such a, you know, a truthful relationship where both of us are really who we are. Completely not, you know, not because usually you have to change to be in a relationship, you know, and you have to alter your behavior and you got to be on your best behavior. And that's why it lasts like six months, a year, and then people lose traction. Oh, but please, it's not last 10 years, and you, but it's miserable because you're doing that same miserable. shit. No, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It lasts longer, but you're, you're yeah. miserable. You're, all yeah. you can think about is, I got to get out of this relationship. Or and you're I cheating. Oh, you're cheating. Yeah, yeah. And it's still, yeah, you're not happy. You're, yeah. You're living yeah. a double life. Because you did that. That's what, so, that's what I mean about your, you know, being your friend and watching this and being somebody who's just so curious about human nature and just how people you know, how people are and how people could change. And, you know, uh, when I met you, like I said, you were just like this person who the outside did not match the inside. And even though you've changed to something that on the outside, I don't 
like, it really matches who you are, right? I think a lot more than how you look before. And before, when I met you, you were right out of a divorce, your second divorce. Or was it your third? So, two, right? Uh, second divorce. Yeah, second yeah. divorce, four kids, two baby, and like these were long-term like marriages, but you were living like a completely double life. And like I said, what I saw happen to you after, you know, we only fucked for a couple of months, but like you went through, we stayed friends. And so I saw you go through all these other girls, you know, and then eventually also you were changing physically until you were really, you know, came into your own and like you were really presenting as on the outside as who you are on the inside. And I think that's super important, right? Because, and that's when you met the girl that was, you know, that liked you for you. Cause before, if you walk into a bar and you're like a doctor and you're all dressed up preppy and clean shaven and clean cut, you know, you look like a certain type yet you're fucking everything that walks on the side and you're partying and you want to, you know, you want to have threesomes and all this shit. And it's just like, who is that person? Right. But now you kind of look like the type of guy that would do that, which I think is super important. And, you know, you met a girl who likes you as that person and that had never happened to you before. And I think a lot of people don't believe that that's possible. I I mean, your girl's a little bit of a unicorn for sure. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 3579. That's 347 420 3579. You could call that number 247. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yes. Yeah. Not many girls are open sexually like her Mm -hmm. who, who have such positive energy I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing experience. I mean, we started out not really being boyfriend and girlfriend, just sexual partners, mm-hmm. but you could feel, I mean, even the first night we had sex, you could, you know, a kiss, everything, we could feel the energy, the connection between us. Mm-hmm. And it's been three years and we have sex every day and uh, at least once, not, not twice or three times a day. You know, plus sex with other people, plus, you know, we're swingers, obviously. But the sex, every single time, is mind-blowing. Yeah. It never fails. Yeah. And and so when you have that kind of energetic connection, when you find that, mm-hmm. there's nothing like it. Because that anchors your whole relationship. Because if you're not having sex together, which is in most relationships after a period of time, you know, the relationship falls apart. Because mm-hmm. you're not really, you, you can't be spiritually, emotionally physically, psychologically involved in that relationship if you're thinking about fucking other people. If you don't want to be having sex with the other your partner or you're having very infrequently, you know, there's going to be a problem and you're not going to be able to connect on so many other levels because that is the basis of, of, believe it or not, you know, that is the most important instinctual desire we have besides eating is sex. Mm-hmm. And if you can't fulfill that with your the one you love and the one you care about and the one you're attached to, you're fucked. 
Yeah, listen, when I was banging you, like, I remember looking you straight in the face and being like, oh, like, I need, there needs to be a second shift here. Like, I couldn't please you as much as you wanted. I didn't have that kind of sex drive where I would want to fuck a guy yeah. three times a day every day. I'm not her age yeah, or that, you right? Yeah, you Yeah, so you're like, yeah, either yeah. if I'm going to stay with this guy, I have to let him fuck other people or I got to, like, we have to be sister wives here, right? Because it's just not... You know, you just know on yeah. some level, like you're, I'm not going to be able to satisfy that person. But sometimes yeah. you still date that person. And, but, but you get me insecure. Yeah. But there may be a guy who who has the same exact energy level. You know, like in other words, we not only do is our energy identical and and mm-hmm. connected. Mm-hmm. It also cycles at the same frequency. So that's we great. feel the urge to party. We feel the urge to relax. Mm-hmm. We feel the urge to hike, to eat. To get to, in touch with nature. You know, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, at the same time. Mm-hmm. It, it, we cycle at the same time. We, 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 we're completing each other. It's, it's like this craziest thing, you know. And, and so when you let yourself come out fully and truthfully yes. as a human being and as an animal and, you know, allow it to happen naturally rather than because most people go into a, you know, a club or bar or dating, whatever it is, how you're meeting people. And they're assessing, usually it starts with looks, mm-hmm. then they're looking at money, mm-hmm. then they're looking at cultural. They're using all the wrong criteria to pick their mate. Yeah. What you need to do is touch that person, fuck them, and then you'll know if the energy's there. You know, mm. and then if yeah, that but- continues... Yeah, but listen, I have had real, I've been very horny, okay, for the wrong fucking guy, okay? Because so, so sometimes you can't just use your yeah. sexual yeah, no, no, chemistry yeah, yeah, as a guide. To, to, no way. Yeah, no, so, yeah, but till you fuck them, you're not going to know if, if the connection's there. So right. most people, they want to go on a couple of dates or they're, they're putting, you know, a, most relationships are based on something you want to get. So, you know, the girl may want to get married or have a boyfriend or the guy may want to have a girlfriend or, or you know, he may want a pretty girl they could show to his family or to his friends. You know, all bullshit, you know, and, and, and those things all are going to, whatever you're putting your criteria for looking into your relationship, after a while, that's going to wear real thin because that's not going to last. It is, it is the, uh, when the energy is equal, that's what continues, and that's what, you know, makes a relationship last, and that's what makes it every day enjoyable. I mean, literally, because we, we, like, for example, we've been together, before we we started, you know, our relationship, we weren't around each other all that much, because I went to work, she went to work, you know, we'd take nights off, but since COVID happened, you know, um, we've been together literally 24-7, neither of them working, you know, we're around each other nonstop. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no place to go. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know, there's limited options. So where we go, we go together. And you know, um, but when you have that positive energy experience, every day is you know, there's always little things that happen, the arguments or whatever. But but for the most part, you feel that positive experience all the time. You know, no one's putting each other down. No one's belittling each other. And that's really what most of my other relationships have been about. You know. Is you know this kid, the nitpicky kind of you know you know aggressive kind of behavior. Yeah, but you and also have that, to. But you also have to take accountability for the fact that you were playing a part in that bad tension relationship that you had because you were full of shit. You weren't showing yeah. up and letting them know who you are and letting them decide for whether. So you were a part of the problem. It, it took takes two to yeah, tango, no, right? No. Yeah. I, I I would never have been ready for this relationship I'm having now mm-hmm. had it not had I not you know transformed in my 
uh, personal life, in my own emotional, spiritual mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. I not, you know, come into my own. Because, yeah, if I was still the same bullshit, you're jealous or... or you, you attract know, like attracts like. Like attracts yeah, like. Yeah. You're putting bullshit yeah, out it, there. You're full of shit. You can't yeah, be honest with yourself. You so you're meeting someone on that level. So that other person's yeah. going to be as money, damaged money as you. Driving or looks of driving or whatever, content, whatever you know, superficial thing that you want to attribute to it. You know, if that's what it's based on, it, 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 it's not going to last. And eventually it's going to become a negative experience. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the fact that, that we've been, you know, they said, I'll open and honest. We still, you know, it's normal for people to be flirtatious. It's normal to want to, you know, have sex with other people too. It's normal to experience other things in life. Because if you only have the same energy all the time, mm-hmm. eventually it's going to get very stale. So, you know, even just going out and, and being in a crowd of people or being around other people and exchanging energy, which is even conversation, you know, you know is, is so important because it re energizes you but the, it prepares you to be back with that person right but i have so to say listen to well you do i don't think everybody does i think that there's some people that are homebodies and don't need that that much energy or that many people you know everybody i think sort yeah, of, of vibrates at a different frequency but i think what's of most course, important yeah. is that you find the other person that's like you you know not everybody wants exactly. to fuck three times a day and not be monogamous there are people yeah, that yeah. are no, monogamous so, by someone, nature all they want to do is yeah. party yeah. And, and the other person only wants to buy, you know, uh, uh, antiques and, 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 you know, do knitting, it's not going to work. Exactly. Because I mean, at some point, you know, you, yeah, you can let the other person go ahead and enjoy what they have. But if you can't share the experiences, right. if you can't taste a beautiful meal together or, or see a beautiful mountain or watch a movie or, you know, or, or talk about a topic that, that, that you can agree on or at least, you know, share the experience, what the hell are you doing with that person? It's time to leave. <laughs> time to get out of that fucking relationship. Yeah. Like most people don't do. You know, they let, you know, we all stay in the relationship way too long because we just can't extricate ourselves because of our ego, because of, you know... Well, you, you were know, needy. You were needy, too. You had a very yeah, needy, empty... A, yeah, you had an empty hole that was just needed to be filled. Yeah, um, I was a love addict. Yeah, but I think you're in, like, a real... You know, like I said, I give you credit, and I think you're a really great example and an interesting example because I don't think a lot of people, you know, really ever reach the place where you're at where, like I said, they do transform and, and decide to really let their freak flag fly or really be who they are, right, at in the middle of their life and completely change it up, right? Um, but you did yeah. and I give you credit for that and I think it's great and I love your relationship because it is very different, but and but it really works for you guys and so why don't you explain and then tell Tell some hot stories because you know you're a good-looking guy. Your girl's super fucking hot. She now has a bikini line. Like I said, I'm gonna put pics of you online and on her. She's gonna come yeah. on, and you guys do some yeah, crazy shit yeah. when it comes to sex. So let's get into that. Yeah. So so we're we obviously we're swingers, and um, you know we not only so so when we have other sexual experiences, you know it's. It's, you know, other men, other female. I mean, I'm, I'm not bisexual, but she is. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not, you know, homosexual sex, heterosexual, but, you know, and, and lesbian sex. So, you know, more times than not, it's other girls. You know, um, we, we, off, we, we try to find other couples because, you know, I want it to be balanced. 
Um, you know, but that's not as easy. And with guys, it's a little harder because there's a lot of ego there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, any guy will come and fuck my girlfriend, it's not a problem. But, you know, you got to be kind of selective. You don't want to introduce that kind of negative energy. Mm-hmm. And just like she has the right to say, these girls are no good, or they're, they're a little too egotistical, or, or, or they're not respecting her. And, you know, and that girl's got to be out of our, you know, our little sphere. But so, you know, we all the time have, you know, threesomes, foursomes, orgies, you know, all the time. So we, we party a lot. We go out to clubs. Um, you know, we, we you know, have a lot of, uh, you know, drug-fueled and alcohol-fueled nights. You know, I use very little alcohol now. It's, you know, it's almost none. It's, it's, it's mostly, you know, psychedelics. Um, you know, we, we love ketamine and mushrooms and acid. Um, you know, some MDMA, but not so much. But, you know, we, like, for example, in Miami, we had... Uh, one night we had an orgy, my friend was there, a guy, another girl was staying with us, and another girl came home with us, and so it was one, two, three, four, five of us in the orgy. And, and did everybody do off. each other? Um, pretty much, pretty mm-hmm. much, yeah. yeah so we, your we, girl yeah, will fuck uh, your friend, has fucked your yeah, friend? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, no, all the time, we've had, you know, one, one morning, uh, I was fucking her, and, and my other friend was there, and... So she blew, she woke up, my, my other friend was sleeping in the other room, we woke him up, and, mm-hmm. and I was fucking her, and she blew both of my friends, you know, at the same time, yeah. Two so, guys, uh, two other friends. Two guys, mm-hmm. yeah, she loves multiple guys, that's her favorite, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she loves brothers, she, she, the dirtier, the kinkier, the more she likes it, yeah. Brothers? You know. Yeah, you said a lot of, fathers, sons, brothers, lots of brothers. Oh my God, I can't lots wait to talk to her. Yeah, I'll yeah, get yeah. those she stories so from her. So many times, so many times. Fathers and sons. And then, you know, she's a father and son. One time, yeah, yeah. Brothers, sexy, yeah, you know, sexy fathers, brothers all the time. She, we were at a party just a couple of weeks ago. We were in Miami, and mm-hmm. uh, and she saw the guy. There's this French guy that she fucked him. She went back to his house. I mean, you'll let her tell this story. But she went back to his house, you know, during our Basel, fucked him, then. Her, his guy was rooming with him, uh, fucked her too. The dude who fucked her. Then she met the guy a couple more times. He brought five different guys to fuck her with him, <laughs> including his brother. Oh my god! And so, she did yeah. them all. And yeah. then she comes home and tells you about all. it, and you're into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, you know, we, and so, so we, you know, it, it, you know, and then in Miami, the last, uh, last week we were there, we, uh, we hooked up with these two girls. They're both twenty-one-year-old college students. And we had a crazy night that was squirting everywhere. It was like, you know, crazy sexual experience, you know. So now, um, how, give me that, like, talk through that experience, like, specifically, right? Like, are you just partying at a bar, and then does she, is she the one that, like, goes up and starts talking to them, or did you start talking to them? So, so for the girls, I'm allowed to go out and actually be actively, Looking. you know, engaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so it's okay for me to go... I mean, the guys, she can be passive because the guys just keep on coming up to her. She yeah, gets yeah. it on all the time. She goes up, walking my dog, she'll meet three guys, give out her Instagram, I mean, like crazy. Yeah. It's not a problem. She's guys, super guys hot, super sexy, uh, you know. Yeah. She looks everyone, like... Everyone hits on her. Yeah, she looks like she's yeah. down to fuck, right? I mean, she's yeah, presenting... Yeah. And, you know, like, when you walk in the street, most girls don't look you in the eye. They look right. the other way. That's mm-hmm. what they're trained to do. Mm-hmm. She looks people in the eye. She engages them. She has right. a positive... 
energy. So it's very easy for guys to talk to her, like no problem. Yeah. She will talk, no problem. So, so they could flirt with her in a second. And so, but for me, I go out and I, I start to, you know, I, I talk to the girls. And, and what has to happen is I have to introduce her to the picture. So, you know, so, you know, I have a girlfriend, you know, and, and this is the deal. So, and so a lot of girls are bisexual. They like girls. They, they feel her energy. So that starts the process. And then the last, those two girls that we, we, we had the force with, um, I met this girl, actually, she was from, from Texas. And I met her a couple of months before in New York. She had come to dinner. She was a friend of another girl that invited her. And when I met them, she was hanging out with this other girl. They, they were visiting New York. And the other girl was like a hardcore fucking lesbian mm-hmm. and really angry girl, just very closed, mm-hmm. not fun. And so, you know, I, I, the other girl was, was a, um, a Muslim. Mm-hmm. She didn't drink, no drugs. Oh, my God. I didn't think, you know, I didn't think there was nothing going on. And then she, she texted me a couple of weeks ago, you know, she said, I'm coming to Miami. I want to hang out. So, you know, I told her what parties, blah, blah, blah. And so we ended up meeting him up at a party and, you know, of course, we're all high on, on mushrooms and uh, ecstasy and blah, blah, blah. And so they came back to the apartment. And oh, these are the two. So the two young college students was the Muslim and the hardcore lesbian? No, no. So she had another girl with her this time. This, okay. This, um, a black girl was, uh, you know, also like real crazy, dress clitoris, you know, tattoos everywhere. It's actually... You know, open. You know, so yeah. No, the other girl. Yeah, she she dumped her. <laughs> she doesn't hang out with her anymore. Okay, <laughs> so that was terrible. So these were the two college girls, though, that you said that you brought yeah. home. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you, so they yeah. come back, and what goes down? So you know, we so we we start. You know, everyone's. You know, the girls are kissing. I'm kissing. We're touching. You know, and then you know, pretty soon we take off our clothes and, right, you so know, you're actually with the girl, or the girl actually, she, what happened that time, she, um, she took two ecstasy pills and was so high and actually was a little hypothermic because her body temperature, she was like burning up. So we took her into the bathtub. It's been in the bathtub. She was like so horny and we're like fingering her and she's squirting. And so, you know, that started the whole process. In fact, there was another couple there. Uh, the other girl that was there actually is a, is a porn star, very famous porn star. And she's dating this very conservative German guy. And they were there. So the girl wanted to, to get involved, but the boyfriend was not really, you know, he was not used to that, not really, you know, down. So we had to, we, the girl was so horny, like, where, where to go? And the, you know, if these people leave, they're at the apartment. And some other people came over, so it took like, like an hour and a half, so everyone finally cleared out. And we all have sex together. And then, you know, we fucked, you know, I fucked all three girls. Uh, you know, and they were the girls were going at each other, you know, looking at each other, you know, uh, you know. So it was a real, real crazy time. Right, and, and that's and a- you know, it always, it, it always ends when I come. <laughs> that's the end of the orgy. Oh, really? Every time. Yeah, yeah. There's one guy. Yeah, whenever that guy comes, every you feel the, the sexual just goes away. Oh, that's so, interesting. You know, yeah, yeah. It happens every single time. Every single time. So, you know, there's so much sexual tension. Everyone's just like going, 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 going. And then when I come, the whole thing ends. So. But how many <laughs> times will you come in a session? I mean, do you can you hold it through fucking four, three yeah, girls? Exactly. Or, you yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. At this point in my life, you know, uh, I mean, if there's more guys there, that's different. Then, then it can keep going because yeah. there's, there's another male energy there to drive the, the process. Yeah. 
Um, so, you know, um, you know, I, I, when I was younger, I could come more quickly in succession. Now I'd say that's harder for me, but I can hold it much longer. Mm-hmm. So usually, you know, I, I come at the end. So I'll finish fucking every girl. And then, you know, then I come and that's the end of it. We will just hang out after that. Right. So, you know, if you had to, then, like, you know, do you prefer either or? Like, I mean, are you, do you, would you consider yourself like a cuckold? Like, you like to see your girl with another man? Or is it sort of like a free-for-all and you consider yourself more of a swinger and you prefer to see her with women? Or do you like both? Um, I, I like both. It's, it's, it's hard when you're, when you're dealing with another couple. Mm-hmm. It's actually really hard to find compatible couples. That's interesting, Uh, because I have to tell you this, okay? You guys are lucky, and maybe it's because you guys just party so much. Because a lot of times I'm talking to couples that have kids, and they're home, and they're, you know, kind of swinging on the side, and they got to find people online, or, you know, when they're on vacation. I mean, you and your girl are just out and about. Even though you're a couple, you live like a single life, right? So I find that I'm mostly talking to couples that, you know, the way that they get to, like, have, like, these kind of experiences, they they do it with another couple, because it's very hard to find the single feeling female to bring into it they call that the unicorn because it's so hard to find right but because you guys are out in bars and everything that's easier for you guys to find right than the couples is that what you're saying yes Mm -hmm. much easier right easier you'll find unicorns all the time i you know i mean mostly miami it was unicorns it was you know those two girls another girl another night another girl came to stay with us you know then another girl we found yeah, it's it's mostly unicorns. And let me ask you, know, you this, it, just it, so that people are listening, they could figure out how would they to do it successfully because you guys are super successful. You're saying that you're the one that gets them normally, or does your girlfriend sometimes get them, find um, them? Most of the time, it's me, mm-hmm. and then she'll come assist. Yeah. Sometimes she'll work on the girl herself, and then I join in. Yeah. Uh, but most of those girls are more lesbian, and they're not so interested in guys, so it's it's a little harder. It's better when I initiate, you know, and 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 start the process. Um, I have other couples that 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 live the same lifestyle, and you know, for example, one guy, he's 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 very charismatic. He's very smart. You know, he's got good energy. He's like so good looking. So and he's got a beautiful girlfriend. So a lot of times that's why we can't find couples. So a lot of times it's creepy guys with money and sexy girls. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And my girlfriend said, why the fuck I gotta, I gotta, I'm not gonna fuck this creepy guy. You know, it's not worth it. Right. You so, get the you hot know, girl. But, but so, yeah. Yeah. So, so for him, his girlfriend does all the work. So a lot of times, you know, you know, and I know another couple that, that, you know, the girlfriend's not so down for it that the guy, you know, he does most of the work. So, but most of our dynamic is that, that I do the work for the girls. Right. And the couples we kind of, you know, together, I mean, like I said, it's it's harder to find. So randomly, that's harder to find. Like in a club, to find a couple that swings. Yeah, you know, not so easy. Uh, you know, we do find like on vacations. You know, you know, you know, sense the energy, and and so we start talking to people, and we kind of we're all flirting together. You know, but you have to find where where you're both attracted to both parts. Yeah, not so easy. So so now you got to find another guy and girl that both will agree are attractive. Right. Yeah, you know, and sometimes there's imbalances. Sometimes the guys better looking and the girls worse. Sometimes the girls worse, the girls better, the yeah. guys worse. Yeah, you know we've had to compromise sometimes, and then then you have egos and, and emotions. So so you'll have couples where you know either the husband or the wife is very jealous and can't handle it. Yeah, you know, so they'll, they'll seem like they want to do it. And we've met couples in swing clubs 
the one couple came back with us to our apartment, and the guy freaked out. Oh, really? You know, he couldn't handle it. Yeah, he couldn't handle it. He got too jealous. You know, they've been married a long time, and just, you know, so sometimes that's the issue. Mm-hmm. So if you deal with a single person, you know, it's much easier. So a single girl or a single guy, you know, that you're bringing into the mix, you're not dealing with other energies and other emotions. You know, um, a lot of ways that that's easier to deal with. And also, if you have too many energies in, a, in like an orgy, sometimes it's, it's even hard to come because it's just too much distraction. It's not easy. Yeah, someone um, told me that yeah. recently that they walked into an orgy and it was almost too much that it like was it, there was something about it being too much sex that was like it was like a system overload that it just kind of ne- it, it, it cancels it, it out. It's, it just, it's weird. There's, there's, you know, orgasm is about building energy to a peak. You uh-huh. know, when you look at orgasm, mm-hmm. it, it's. Uh, it's this, this gradual increase, and mm-hmm. sometimes it flattens out, it goes down, but mm-hmm. you have to go up slopes. So if you have too many other energies around, mm-hmm. you know, they're touching, you know, sometimes it actually detracts from it, you know. Right. And then there may be emotions, like someone's getting more attention. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have issues, like, you know, like, you know, like, over, like, you know, she didn't come after the orgy, and, you know, and the other girl's pussy, but not hers, you know, so they'll be able to fight over that, or, 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 or I'll feel insecure, you know, one guy had a huge cock, and he was so hard, <laughs> freak out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I got a big cock, and, you know, I'm usually, you know, yeah. I can compete, I'm usually the guy who's hard, and you fuck all the girls. Yeah, and this guy was like, like, yeah, you know, out of control. He was like a stripper. You know? <laughs> he was like, yeah. on full, on fuego. So it made me feel insecure. So it was very hard for me to, 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 to you know, to deal with it. So it happens both ways, you know. So yeah, and the more people obviously you have in the mix, you know, the harder, you know, the, the more chance that you know the energies are not going to match, or you'll be too distracted, or emotions will come into play, you know. Um, so. Sometimes it's easier with less people because that's why you know still one on one sex is the easiest to deal with. You know, when you it's just you and one other person. You know, you can focus on each other and pleasing each other. You're not trying to stick your finger one girl's pussy and the other girl's like it's like a cock and the other girl's straddling over the other girl. You know, so sometimes the mechanics and the energies are hard to uh, maneuver in a in a group sex situation. So. But, right. Now, uh, do you guys have people that you play with often, like, you know, your good old faithfuls and stuff that are, you know, that are, are always around or are these mostly one-offs? I mean, it's actually, it's less interesting for, you know, we've had sex with a person, you kind of lose interest after that. It's like, like in a relationship. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So, so there are some people, you know, like that girl, that, 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 that porno star, we, we've had sex with her a bunch of times. She's really sexual and it's really good energy. Um, you know, and then there's some, you know, and then sometimes we don't see a girl for a long time. And then, you know, six, eight months later, we all get together. And so it happens sometimes, you know, we made it up for a couple of nights in a row and, and we're not leaving the interest. You can feel that the energy's not there because you've already done it. Been there. Yeah. It's, it's always better to have fresh energy. That's the fun, you know. Um, and both you know, of you it, feel it, that way. Your girl too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She she wants new. She she you know she gets like all of her old guys. She, we call them fish. You know she has no interest. You know uh, I'm the only guy that she really fucks over and over and over and over again because we're so matched in our energies. And just you know she'll tell you it's it's the best sex of her life. It's the best sex of my life too. But That's you also why, you obviously know, have a relationship other than that. I mean, there's so much more going on between you guys at this point right, yeah, than just yeah. sex. Yeah. Yeah. But now I've learned, at least for me, and it, maybe it's not applicable to everybody, uh-huh. but when you have a 
sexual anchor. Mm-hmm. You know, because because you know, listen, we're animals and we're we're conditioned. We learn behavior. Yeah, it's like you teach a dog a trick. You know, so there's there's reward and there's there's punishment. So you know, when when people are are figuring out the relationship and they're you know kind of building on it. You know, when you have that such a strong anchor that you just want to be with that person all the time, you're gonna you're gonna be interested in what they're interested. In. You're gonna you're gonna explore together, mm-hmm. you know. And so you're gonna you're gonna gravitate towards similar music, similar food, similar experiences. And the more that you share, so those connections keep on building and building and building. Yeah. So the relationship, you know, grows from that point. Yes, it's not just sex. You know, like I said, I could be around her. We're around each other. 24 7 and with covid it's been like exaggerated and we really found it out that we could you know that's how we kind of knew that this was a relationship when we went to burning man the first time we were together non-stop for 10 days that was the longest we had been together it was we were together like a day or two yeah take breaks mm-hmm. so so and, and that was a, a very stressful situation where a lot goes wrong and you're you know higher drugs and there's a lot of partying and there's a lot of other energies so when we realized that we could be around each other and, and negotiate and navigate that experience so perfectly and still want to be, you know, we're coming out of it after 10 days and still not be sick of each other. You know, um, that was, that was, the, you know, the beginning of understanding that. And like I said, with COVID, you know, that was all, you know, I mean, we've seen a lot of our friends actually develop relationships because of COVID. Cause now you get, you sound like you go out and beat people. It's not so easy. I know. Less opportunity. So people kind of stuck together, mm-hmm. but you know, you know, we were just stuck together, but we realized that, that we could really be around each other so much. And it's because of all those deeper connections and all, you know, all the layers of the relationship, you know? So yeah, sex is important to us. And, and, and you know, that's still the cornerstone, but you know, yeah, it's so much more. You know, we cook together, we travel together, we, 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 you know, we, we experience so many things, you know, together. It's like, I just take drugs together. We go a party together. It's, you know, um, you know, much, you know, it's a much more, uh, encompassing experience. You travel so, together. I know that, you know, she's Russian. She's Russian, right? Yeah. Right. So when she, for a couple, for in the beginning, she didn't have her passport, right? She or her visa or whatever she. Yeah, she had a green card. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, her green now, card. Yeah, but now, now she does. Yeah. Now we're, tra- yeah. You know, I mean, obviously we're limited because of COVID. So, yeah, you know, we've been to Mexico a bunch of times. We went to Turkey. Um, yeah, you know, we travel all around the country. You know, we were in California, in Miami. Um, you know, Aspen. You know, we want to, you know, we want to go other places. You know, but obviously we're, we're limited right now. Uh, but we haven't we, we haven't been home actually for months. <laughs> We've been traveling. We were in Miami for three months. You've been you know, gone all of COVID the whole time. I feel yeah, like, right? Yeah, yeah. We left we left from Mexico. Then we went up to California. You know. Yeah, I can't get past Miami. Tulum. I mean, Tulum is hilarious. It's like the new Ibiza to me. I don't know. It's fucking Tulum. That's yeah, like the yeah. new place everyone goes. I remember hearing about it like ten years ago. You know, when a lot of my friends in New York were going, but it wasn't like a place where a lot of people went to or knew about yet. But you know, people like there was a small group of people that were in the know about Tulum. Now it's like the fucking place, right? You know. Yeah, it's 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 so much. You know, it's, it's actually gotten very commercial, and yeah, and, you know, and the crowds change. That's it. It used to be with like all like burner type people, yeah, you know, hippies, yeah, very artsy, you know, very artsy spiritual. too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very artsy. Yeah, there's a lot of very great creativity. Like all the yeah, you know, like everything is built out of nothing. 
you know, it's built out like, you know, the jungle. Yeah. And so, like, some people have just, like, built these amazing, you know, uh, you know art and, 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 and uh, restaurants and cafes and just so much creative shit. It's unbelievable. But then now, actually, it's like, now, like, mainstream America comes there. Everyone's there. People from Ohio, from Michigan, from, you know, from, you know, Wyoming. It's like, it's like I can't believe it. There's, like, a lot of hip-hop guys here now. You know, you know, all these guys, you know, with the pants down by their, their you know, their thighs and yeah. the big chains. You know, you know, it's, like, crazy. Well, who did you, you know, meet uh, there? I mean, how much sex did you have in Tulum? Um, well, we were Tulum during COVID. Um the first time like and when it first so started really, i remember was, yeah it was shut down so mm-hmm. it was really us and another couple we, we were the only and there's one of the guy we were living in this, this apartment complex and we were the only ones there mm-hmm. and all the hotels were empty and everything was closed um you know the last time we were there you know that, that friend of the so she came uh we were shooting bikini so we had sex with, we had you know sex with her every night so that we, we did that um, you know, and she's a porn star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she's very, very famous porn star. But how and, interesting uh, is it that she's a famous porn star? But you said she's married to like a super conservative German guy who doesn't let her. No, 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 not, not married. They just they're just dating. Yeah. Just oh, okay. Dating. I don't know how long it's gonna last. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it's gonna last that long. Right, <laughs> right, right. My personal opinion. Right. I mean, he's a really nice guy, and, uh-huh. and I hope works out. But you can see that their energies are not same that's a problem you know um and was she did you yep. say she said let's mention your girl's bikini line and stuff why not right so people could go could check it out maybe i don't know if you want to because you said that she was doing pics of bikinis or she you were doing the bikini what did you say about the bikinis because your girl's yeah, starting yeah. So her own we, bikini that, line yeah so that's what we do we, we go to miami you know we you know it's a girl's a great way to pick up girls you know yeah. oh you know we do the key line we want to take pictures of you you know, so we have sex with a lot of girls. So oh, my you know, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah so it's a great, uh, great opening line. Um, but, yeah, so, we, so you know, that, that's what we've incorporated a lot of our travels is, you know, I take my camera and then we take a whole bunch of bikinis and, you know, we go and do photo shoots. You know, um, you know we, did, we did at least five or six photo shoots in Miami. Um, we did, like, you know, three in Tulum last time. We're going back to Tulum now for three weeks. We're going to shoot some more of the bikinis. So, yeah, we've kind of made that. You know, she, she used to work as a personal trainer, but, you know, you know, she hasn't been back at that job because, you know, A, a lot of her clients left New York, and B, you know, it, it's not really pleasant to work out in the gym in a mask. You know? No, I work like, out at home. I won't go back to the gym when, as long as I have yeah, to wear a mask. Uh, it's bullshit. I, I, I still can't believe people... You know, I have another friend. She's a she's a group uh, instructor. Uh, yeah. one of the big gyms here in New York. Yeah. and she said, yeah, they're back now with classes, but it's like horrible. You know, yeah. even though they're they're they they can fit twenty people, you know, with the yeah. COVID yeah. restrictions, barely, you know, fit, they're even at ten percent capacity. Yeah, because it's like and it's not it's it's not fun. It's not, you know, it's yeah, no, I, you you need to fucking breathe. Mask. You barely could breathe when you're, if you're really working out hard, you're barely breathing and you don't want to throw a mask over that. I'd have like a panic attack. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. But yeah, so wait, yeah. did you meet that porn star that you guys like been, you know, friends with for a while? Did you meet her because you're like, saw her out and about one day and you're like, oh, she would look great in our bikini. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, she, we have a lot of mutual friends. Yeah. Uh, she dated friends of mine. No, no we, we, we've known her. In the know, circle anyway. In the circle, yeah, you know, in the party circuit, you know, um, 
you know, it, it's it's actually not as big a group as you would think. Yeah. And you see the same people whether you go to Ibiza, whether you go to Tulum. Oh my God! Hilarious. To, yeah. You know, to 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 Mykonos, it's a it's the same people. You know, I mean, I, I don't know if it's just by accident because you know we all like the same music or you know with the same you know trading information, but you know, so it's it's there's a big network of of people that ever everyone knows each other pretty much. Right. You know, you, you know, you know, hundreds of people, you know, and um, so, yeah, so that's, that's how you kind of, you know, you know, you meet these people. It's, it's, you know, a lot of parties or there'll be dinners or, you know, someone will bring a friend that, you know, now you're connected to them. So that, that's kind of how the, how the, the socialization happens. And how you met the, the porn star girl, because you said she was yeah, one yeah. that you kind of have been with for a while or like you have hooked up with more than once. Normally you lose interest. Yeah, I mean, we didn't hook up with her, you know, not, and I've known her for, you know, I knew her for like a year or two before even anything happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then, um, you know, I'd say about a year and a half ago, you know, um, you know, we kind of, you know, she came over actually for, for, to get Botox and fillers in my house, and then she paid me, and then we had sex, so <laughs> it worked out good. And she's actually a really nice girl, you know, really positive energy, mm-hmm. obviously very open, you know, very spiritual. So, you know, she's a lot of fun. She's a good friend, you know, and she's very close to Pika, you know, uh, my, my girlfriend now, too. Right. So she does pictures for your girl. When, when I talk to your girl, she could also talk about her bikini line, too, because why not promote that? That's something that... Is it already yeah, yeah, launched? Right. What's the name of it? Um, so it's called Undressed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have uh, about 50 bikini shots. We... You know, we're working on the packaging. I'd say we're about two or three months away to actually making sales. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, still working on the website, and you know, we started a corporation. We did all the, you know, the tax ID, whatever, all that stuff. So that's all in place. But you know, um, there's a lot. You know, even when you get the pictures, you have to, there's a lot of editing that goes into it. You know, you got to do you know all the, the you know the photo retouching. So it's actually a lot of work to actually get that all set up. And then, you know, then we've been getting stock in. So we, we, we actually have now, uh, you know, a bunch of bikinis in stock. So we're almost ready. I take a couple more months. So we'll actually be ready to actually sell stuff. Let me so ask it, you it, this because, you, you know, you guys have this, you do all have all the sex and everything. Like now, do you bring her, like, you know, have, is she like a part of your family? Like, have you brought her home to meet your parents? Does your family know about your lifestyle? Or like, is all this stuff like on the down low? Or are you really out about, you know, your guy's relationship and what you do with everybody? I mean, it, it, it's, it's common knowledge. I don't really um, have much to do with my family at this point. Oh, really? Like, you know, like, yeah, they're very negative energy, and they judge even me. your parents so, you know, and your brothers and stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I mean, I, I I have I have minimal contact with them. Um, I mean, I'm not. Like I said, everyone knows what I do. It's not. I'm not. I don't hide it. I'm not gonna. You know. Yeah. You know, they don't accept it. They don't accept it. I can give. You know, flying. So you know. Um, but I know they judge me, and that's why I just I don't. I avoid them. Right. I don't go home for the holidays. I don't, you know, they, you know, my father hit on my girlfriend. Like, Todd, I brought, I brought her <laughs> and two other girls to oh my, my parents' house one time. Yeah. And my dad, like, like he, he had to say, oh, come sit right next to me. And he's talking to her, and then she was wearing this white shirt, and her nipples were showing. Yeah. And she goes, he goes, and he's sorry, oh, where are you from? Bye-bye. And she said, St. Petersburg. 
He goes, oh, I see. They don't wear a, a, a bras in St. Petersburg. Oh, my God. <laughs> but wait, did you want to <laughs> fuck your father, considering she's into those kind of scenarios? I mean, I mean, if my father was like a decent person and not a pain in the ass, <laughs> competitive with me, he says to my girlfriend, he goes, so tell me, who's more charming? I mean, that's still a handsome guy. I mean, he's 85. He's still, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's still a handsome guy. Yeah. And, um, and uh, she's like, who's more charming, me or, or my son? You know, the problem is she's very competitive with me. And, and, and so it's not, you know, so they're, that's the problem with guys, it's ego. Yeah. You know, they, they think if I go and fuck them, that, they, that they're so special. You don't know. <laughs> you know, it, it's, 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 she's attracted to, to other people, obviously, but, but you know, don't kid yourself. She'll never do it again with you. So, you know, good luck. But uh, you know, no, my my my, my parents know her. My dad, my dad, he tried. He, he was grabbing her boobs and he was trying to fuck her. Yeah, yeah, he was really on her. Well, because so, you did say she he, likes those he, little incest fantasies. Was that? Well, you said she liked those little incest fantasies. You know, two brothers, yeah, 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 the she, father and no, the she, son. She, so she that would be perfect. Brother, she wanted, we, we tried to, to arrange. We were in Miami. He lived in Miami. We tried to arrange to have sex with him. You know, it just didn't work out. You know, we were going with to your brother. Together. Yeah, my little brother, yeah. She, Isn't she, he married? She down, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's married, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, so she would, right, okay, <laughs> she, so you've she tried. Give, she didn't give a shit about marriage, it's a, yeah, she's stuff with very married guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get that, you guys wouldn't care, I didn't know whether he would, so now, did he know what you, that you guys were down to do it, and did he just pass, or no, did I mean, I, 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 I insinuated, I wasn't sure if he was going to do it, you know, mm-hmm. I, and I still can't figure out if he cheated on his wife. Or not, you know, but, um, but, you know, my girlfriend was down. You know, my little brother was, you know, he's a good guy. So she was, she was totally down. She loves that. So we would have done it if, if we could have uh, arranged it for sure. Right. Now, does she you have know, any uh, sisters? What's that? Does she have any sisters or any family members you could get involved? She has, she has an older sister, but they're not really, they're very different in energy mm-hmm. and uh, they're many years apart. They're like nine years apart and she lives in Russia and, she has really very little to do with her sister. She never really got along with her. You know, they're so different. And as I say, it goes with, 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 with families. You know, you know, my parents have different energy than me. My brothers have different energy. Than me, you know, and this whole notion where you need to be, you know, friends with your brothers or sisters, or if, if the energies don't match, I mean, if it does, great. You know, that's a great experience. I mean, I, I have a friend who's, her and her mother are so zen, they're so cool together. They hang out nonstop, and they, you know, really have a great relationship. But not every parent and child and sibling is equivalent, and so sometimes you're best to be away from those people, you know, mm-hmm. and not and not, you know, not trying to force that relationship. You know, it's not necessarily, you know, relevant. You know, your family are the people you choose to be around. You know, and so if you have that great connection with them, you know, fabulous. If you don't, you know. So do your brother, your sister, your mother, your father. You don't need to be hanging out with them. You know, right? Uh, you need to be picking the, the right people. Because if you just let that all that negative energy kind of invade your life, you're just going to feel lousy and frustrated and upset and angry. You know, you know, just like I used to feel that when I used to go home to my parents' house, I had these horrible, you know, feelings of insecurity and and, and just dread, and you know, I, I just I shut down emotionally. 
you know, because it cannot be that situation. It's just not healthy. Yeah, I always found it hard. Whenever I always hated family functions. Somebody once asked me, like, why do you hate so much? I said, because, you know, everybody there has such an opinion of me from, like, my whole life that I just don't ever feel like I could be myself. Like, there's something just feeling, like, so like uncomfortable for me. And I think it's just that I don't ever feel like I could really be myself yeah. or feel comfortable. You, you and your family are totally different. I know that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and, and, you, you should, and so like I said, don't force yourself to be around these people. It's, it's not worth Well, it. it's more my extended family. My, my actual family members, like my sister, my mother, I can do it. But when it's a big group of the family that, and they all knew me when I grew up, I can't explain it, but I, I have that same vibe that I just, I do it, but it's so uncomfortable. And it's because I, I just don't yeah. feel like I can you, be myself. You should, you should always try to minimize those experiences. <laughs> don't I do. Don't they're feel like, guilty. They're not oh even God, once a year like, at this point. Yeah, they're not even once a year. I don't. I I say no to so much. And it was like great when I had my son because it was always an excuse. Like, oh, it's nap time. Can't make that function. Oh, like he's you know I can make excuses. But wait, let's get back to you before because we have like a good ten minutes, and I want some more hot stories because that's what people are gonna love. And you have like a gazillion of them. It's hard to like you know <laughs> focus. You know, I mean. When now that you've been back, have you been? Is there any kind of swinging or anything going down in New York City, or no way? Um, we've only been back a short time, so mm-hmm. you know, like I said it's harder during COVID to kind of like you know find the socialization. I mean, we've been going to some parties, but you know, uh, it's not like you know in the old days. You know, there's a party every Monday night, every Tuesday night, every Wednesday night. Every yeah. Thursday, you know, we knew where to go all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I know there's an underground party. Like tonight, we're going to go. Maybe something will happen. You know, um, you know. I think the swing club. You know, we've been to a couple of times in New York. They actually reopened uh, in Midtown East. Um, so maybe we'll head over there. Um, you know, but it's it's definitely harder. You know, during COVID, you don't have the same options. Yeah. Um, you know, so it isn't, and when you, when you, honestly, the funny thing is when you don't look for it, 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 it happens, you know. Um, How long I mean, can like, you guys go for- without, like, scratching that itch, you know? Like, have you gone months? Is it something that you guys are, like, with other people yeah. and doing it all the time? I mean. I, I think, you know, like, when we were during COVID, we were in Mexico, you know, it was, it was kind of frustrating that there was no other, you know, options. Yeah, like we, we we invited this one girl. We got we met this girl from Ohio, and um, and we got her to come stay with us in the apartment complex. And there's one of the guys, one of the guys who was staying there, and she ended up hooking up with him. And it, we we lost her because both me and the other <laughs> couple, oh, God. We, we, we had our eyes on her. We were like, oh fuck, we found another girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a single girl, excellent. And this guy fucking copped her up, and you know, and he was he didn't want to do any, you know, any, uh, you know, orgying. He was like, you know, against it. So, you know, she seemed like she's still interested, but, you know, that kind of put the kibosh on it. So, like, we were, like, racking our brain in Mexico. So, should we invite this girl? Should we invite that girl? You know, but the problem was that once you invite them, you couldn't get rid of them. Right. So, we ended up, actually, we, we, we went, we left Mexico, we went to Palm Springs for two months. So, there, we had, like, a succession of girls one girl came for two weeks, and we were fucking her for two weeks. And then we invited another girl from New York, and she came, and we fucked her for you know, a couple of days. And another girl from Miami, and she came, and we fucked her for a couple of days. So, yeah, we do like to have that other energy. We, we've right. gone, you know, a month or two without anything happening, just, you know, because it just didn't happen. 
But um, let me ask you this: what, Do you have? Do you guys have any rules and regulations like in that kind of situation where the girl stays for two weeks and you're both fucking? Like, can you just go at a random time and fuck the girl and your girl's fine with it, or no, do you always no, have to no, be involved? No, like, no. what's the deal? Yeah. Yeah. No. Once you know, you know, on the day off. So if we're not seeing each other, she can fuck other guy, and she will, you know, guarantee because she can find guys in two seconds. Yeah. You know, and I can fuck other girls, and, and that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and you need enough time. So the rule is there. You know, whenever you're done fucking the other person, you, you need some time for the energy to kind of dissipate. So so we leave a little space till we kind of get back together again, and then we share stories, and, you know, that turns us on. Um, you know, but when there's another guy or girl, we're, we're you know, like, you know, we were in Tulum, the other couple of the other girl actually was not down, but the other guy... We fucked him, you know, like a couple times, you know, at least you know, three or four times, you know, whenever he could sneak away from his girlfriend, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and she didn't mind, she because you know, they have sort of an open relationship, you know, but she's a bit of a pain in the ass, and um, so you know, but we did it a bunch of times, but but she's not allowed to go and fuck this guy on her own, and I'm just like I'm not allowed to go fuck the girls on my own. So it's always, so if we're doing it together, we're doing it together. Right. So if you're in a house in Palm Springs alone and there's a third person there, it's always a group thing. It's not solo. But if you're home in New York and you guys are separated for a day or two. Sometimes we play little games. Like, you know, we we pretended that her and this other girl, they were sisters and I was a daddy. Oh, I remember. I was on the phone with you guys. And I don't know if you had just done that scenario or you wanted to do that. I think you had just done it the night before. And I was like, oh, my God, you got to come yeah, on my show. The daddy-sister yeah. scenario. I remember that. Tell yeah, me that so last story. Uh, yeah. each, we, had, we had twin beds. We had twin beds in, yeah. the, in one of the rooms. So they both, each of them went in there, pretended to sleep. And I went in, I snuck in, and then I, uh, and I, I fucked one of them. I said, okay, don't tell your sister. I, that I love you more than your sister. Oh and then God. went to the other bed, and I fucked, fucked the other one. I told the same story. And they, but so, they're yeah. watching and listening. I mean, they're in yeah, on the exactly. whole thing, yeah. right? It's everyone's yeah, little fantasy. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just part of the fact. So, so yeah, we, you know, we're, 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 that's, that's part of the deal. You have to be respectful. Like, I can't be making out with girls in the club if they, unless they're kissing her, too. Right. You know, and, yeah, and that was, that was my, my, my girlfriend's idea. That was the queen's idea. <laughs> right, loved, that was her role. Oh, oh no, no, you mean that? Yeah, she definitely has that thing, right? She has those she incest fantasies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she loves that. She was chiming <laughs> in was, in the background. She fucking brothers, sisters, cousins. Yeah, she loves all that. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to her to find out if she's ever done it in real life. I mean, she mocks it up, though, in fantasy land, right? I mean, that's what you guys yeah, do, yeah. right? Yeah, she's done it. She's done it, yeah. She'll, she'll tell you a couple stories. Yeah, I mean, that, but when I used to go on vacation without her, I'd come back and just fuck some brothers all the time. It happens. <laughs> yeah. She'd be out of restaurants with me, two brothers, and go back and fuck the two with them. Yeah, so, yeah. She lived in a building. There were two, two Turkish guys lived a couple doors down. She fucked with both of them. You know, it's everly, and you know, so yeah, she does it all the time. That's her favorite. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she likes it. She likes, you know, it's just. So. And and it's kind of you know, when you acknowledge that it's 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 normal, it's just the whole Oedipal thing, it's like that, and 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 you know, uh, daddy's girl, girl. There is a sexual tension there, and and I'm not saying you should fuck your 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 father, your mother, or your brother and sister. No, I'm sure it does happen, you know, plenty of times, and it's considered very, 
you know, negative. I mm-hmm. mean, in most part it is if it's, if it's coerced or, yeah. or, or inappropriate, you know, but to at least acknowledge it, even in a fantasy way, you know, and, you know, and, 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 um, at least not fight that way, but say this is natural, you know, that's a freeing experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's, it's not unusual, you know, you know, to feel attracted to your sister or brother. And, and when you, and, you know, I've had girlfriends that had very negative relationship with their brother where they would beat them or something like that. And, you know, and I talked to my therapist about these incidents, you know, and, and, and he said, yeah, that's sexual tension. Mm-hmm. It's like most violence is sexual tension. You know, the problem is, you know, society is there's not enough sex. Everyone withholds it. It's like, everyone thinks it's bad or I need to, you know, I can't do it that much or I, I have too much sex, I'm a slut or, you know, basically our, our sexual organs are infinite. You can have as much sex, as many people, as many times as you want. There's no limit. It never runs out. Well, you live that down. life. You you can yeah. and be in a relationship. You could have it all because, you know, you, because that's what you have. My last question yeah. to you, what the fuck was it? Because I was like, I'm not, I'm gonna, not going to touch that whole incest thing. I'm going to move on. Uh, oh, yeah. My last question to you was because you said in the beginning, like, you guys all fuck each other and you're swingers and there's, you know, lesbian stuff going on, but, you know, you're not into guys, right? Have you ever, like, even kissed a guy? Do you think maybe you have a slight... Thing as being bisexual, or is it completely a big fat no? Um, I mean, no. I mean, I, 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 I've never crossed that line. I mean, I mean, I kiss guys all the time in a, in a, in, you know, and I, and I feel that energy, you know, with with guys. In fact, I, guys try to, you know, because I have sort of a, an energy about me, and people are very attracted to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I love to talk about you know the truth of the universe, and, and you know. Oh yeah, this that, is that, the that, guru that, guide. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, you know, I, I, <laughs> the I, outfit. We, we call it university. That, they, <laughs> you know, that happened. That university happens almost every night in my play. A bunch of people are over, and we're talking. Oh all my about, god, you know, that's why you wear those truth, clothes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, um, but you know, so I feel that 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 connection to guys, and they feel it towards me, and, and so many times guys will take my phone number or they. They, they comment about my beard or my look or, you know, so, so I actually get a lot of attention from guys, you know. Does it and, and turn you on at all? The sexual compo- What's that? Is there, is there a ten- sexual tension to that for you at all? I, 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 no, no, but I'm not, I'm not attracted. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like, you know, giving a guy a blowjob or getting fucked in the ass. No, mm-hmm. you know, that's that, you know, and maybe that's conditioning, you know. Well, you what know, about uh, him blowing you? Have you ever had that? No, I, I you know, I, I, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, you know, it turned me on. I mean, trannies, I could see a little bit of, you know, because it looks like a girl. Yeah. So to me, you know, but, but I'm, a, I'm attracted to women. Just yeah, like yeah. Some women are not attracted to other women. They're only attracted to men. And so I think, I think that those, just like you said, the energies are all different. Yeah. I think those sexual energies and those, those connections, some of it is learned behavior, you know, because you're mm-hmm. exposed to heterosexual or homosexual, but, but I think most gay guys or gay girls don't aren't aren't trained to be gay. It's just something they feel, you know, very uh, endogenously. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's just a natural uh, tension for them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that you're kind of born into that to a lot to a big extent. You know, right. Some of it is conditioning, but a lot of it is you know you know just a natural um, uh, sense sense that you have. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm I'm not you know. I'm not homophobic. I have many gay friends, and obviously, I'm naked with a lot of guys. Yeah, you know? right. It's not, you know, that, that's normal. Um, 
but we kind of, you know, let the girls do all the work. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I have one, you know, one of my best friends, you know, was a promoter for 15 years, and we did so many, like, you know, foursomes, threesomes, fivesomes, you know, we bunked girls together over and over, you know, but it's always a heterosexual, um, you know, way. And I, I think there is some stigma, you know, it's more acceptable to be bisexual for a girl. Yeah. But, you know, and, and I, but I do have friends who are bisexual men too, you know. Yeah, that's changing uh, with yeah, the younger I, people. I mean, I'm, would your girlfriend give a shit? I mean, does she, it, or does she want it or does she not care? How do, would she feel about that? Um, I, I don't think, I don't, if, if it turned me on, I think she would be accepting of it. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not her thing. I mean, right. She's probably, with, you know, she's been with so many guys. I'm sure some of those guys are bisexual. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, um, uh, you know, you're very sexual, you know, it, 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 it does spill over, you know, we have a good friend and, you know, he, he's known him for years and, you know, he's, he's a very, very sexy Dominican guy. And he just, his view is, you know, I fuck whatever I feel like fucking, you know, and when I tried to the girl that time, I, I fucking the girl, and he's very good with the girls, and if I feel like fucking the guys, you know, he, so he does, you know, it's just, yeah. it's whatever he's feeling at the moment, mm-hmm. and, it, and it flips back and forth, you know, so I, I think, I think that that's all, it's, it's all, it's all acceptable, it's just whatever is good for you, you know, it's not for everybody. Do you guys so, use condoms? But, uh, Last yeah, question. Yeah. 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 Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always use condoms. Yeah, she does. I mean, we, I mean, do. we still, we still, we still get into problems, you know, because you know, there's still uh, fingering and oral, and yeah. you know, we, we had to get away a couple weeks ago. Then we got nasty, you know, yeast infection and stuff to get rid of, you know, because you know, when you live that lifestyle, obviously there is some more risk. But no, we always, we always use condoms. That that's the rule, you know, cool. because um, you know, you, you got, you got at least, you do at least be smart about it, you know. Yeah, don't get it with pregnant. Try not to get an infection if you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait to talk yeah. to her. Um, I'll be talking to yeah. her soon, right? And follow up this episode with that episode. Yep. I'm gonna post pics of you, um, and her. Why not, right? Uh, just to tease people okay. so they can't wait for hers. Anonymous pics. You'll send it to me. I'll let you know when this airs. Yeah, be- yeah. I'll send you a couple, a couple pics of us. Yeah. You, yeah. You can, you but can, I need. I have. Yeah. I could use ones from before, right? That I have. I'll send you what I'm going to post. You know, I'm. It's only on Patreon. Yeah, yeah, it's only yeah. for my paid members anyway. If you want to see the pics of Doctor Guy. And his girlfriend, who you heard some hot stories here, but you're going to hear from her because I'm going to interview her too, right? She's going to come on, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, for, sure. for cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but you could go sign up for that. I'll have the links all below, and people will be able to listen to others. I got to say this though too, because like the last time I talked to you, you were a little out there, okay? And I don't know if it's COVID or I, and it just calmed you down or something. I don't know, but it was just a very pleasant conversation with you this time. You were a little bit more sane. You were getting a little bit fucking cuckoo for cocoa puffs i don't know like one of the last times i talked to yeah. you but i don't know like i i don't know what it is but you're a little bit more grounded and i think that's really good and i'm happy for for that <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it, it's definitely i i stopped it's still something very um internal to me and and part of what i feel is my truth and my in my you know energy yeah it's, it's just I like, I like to spread the word yeah but i i Starting to accept that that I can't really change everybody, mm-hmm. and if someone's ready to listen, I, I tell them. Yeah. If they're not, you know, you know what? So what? You know, I, right, I can't. That's I good. can't. You know, 
I've lost from that frustration, which is, yeah, and for me, it's a lot calmer, too. Because, yeah, who the hell wants to be arguing with everybody all the time? Yeah, yeah not, no, not and I'm glad we, get, we kept it to this, right? Because I think that's what was so yeah. frustrating last time, and because you just wanted to really talk about all this other stuff. And what I do on my show is I like to really sort of dig deep and get personal with the person about themselves, yeah. right? Then talk about bigger picture things, which we kind of did, you know, off and on in this podcast. But I think that that was important here, too, because I think you and your girlfriend and your relationship and your transition and all your other shows is just like a really good example of an interesting like success story you know and that's what i want yeah. people to take from yeah. this besides the hot stories that you gave and i'm going to give the yeah. links it, 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 yeah it's often better not to try and jam it down someone's throat yeah. but if you lead by example mm-hmm. and people hear it you know if they learn just, something from it you know yeah. from your experience but that's, that's why great. I started my that's show. That's what I always say about my show. Like, you know, I was always like doing this digging and questioning and trying to help people with their problems to all my friends and people would get fucking annoyed because sometimes people aren't ready to hear that message or they're not at the yeah. place where they want to solve their problem or get to the next level. And that's their fucking choice. You know what I mean? It's not my, like, that's not my position to, to force people to be where I need them to be. You know what I mean? Or to hear what I have to say. Yeah. So when I started yeah. my podcast, it was like, you know what? I'm going to meet people who are exactly where you know they need to be to hear what I have to say and that's what and that's what's so gratifying right and so I don't have to do it in my personal yeah. life anymore I'm not trying to dig yeah. deep with no, my friends you're, or help you're much better you're much, you're much better too <laughs> I first met you uh-huh. you were aggressive too <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so you're much more calm too uh-huh. yeah we both came to the same we came to the same realization yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah but true. that's what's so interesting yeah. that's what that's why I love you know my guests like you're a friend of mine right but you're also a guest on my show I love people that I've talked to many multiple times because it really just goes to show that, you know, you can't just, you know, define somebody by one chapter in their life or one snapshot, right? You have to, you know, and as long as you're alive, you're still growing. Yeah. And as long as you're alive, like this isn't the end of the story. This is just another chapter. Who knows where you're going to be five years from now, but it's interesting where you've been, how far you've come and where you're at right now. So thank you so much for coming back on the show. I'll let you know when this is going to air. And I really, look forward to talking to your girlfriend yeah, no, it should, it should be fun. <laughs> all right, awesome. And I'm, I'm going sure to have a couple see- fun questions for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna, we'll get to all hang out one time soon, okay? Thanks for calling sounds in good, again. Sounds good. All right, bye, dude. All right, Kelly. Bye. Take care. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly? And be on the show. Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.